Hi, before we start this episode, I thought it was important that we acknowledge the passing of Betty White. Uh, when we recorded this several weeks back, the world was a little bit better place because she was still part of it. Uh, we're so thankful for the amazing career that she had, all of her talents she shared with us for so many years, all of the incredible shows, performances that she did. She is really a truly unique talent and someone who I think has uh, enriched the lives of anybody that's gotten to enjoy her entertainment. Uh, by all accounts, she was just as amazing off-screen as she was on it, which is saying quite a bit. And we're just very thankful, very thankful that we got to enjoy her uh, entertainment and that we'll continue to get to enjoy that for years to come. So, Betty, you will certainly be missed, and thank you very much for always staying golden. Welcome to another episode of Sophia's Choice, a Golden Girls podcast, but not just any episode. It's our 100th episode spectacular. Nice. Spectacular. Nothing really different about it than other episodes, but it is the 100th time that we have been uh, you know, coming to you via podcast form. Via podcast form. <laughs> I am Alan and uh, joined by Brent. Take 37. And for the 100th time, Ski. Hello, friends. And today we're going to so be this doing... Why? Ray's book review got tacked onto a previous episode so it wouldn't make this episode 101? No, no. Well, that's uh, that crossed my mind, but no, it was really just more that I didn't want to have just an odd random five-minute episode hanging out there for a book review. It felt a little more like um, payola to me or something. Payola. <laughs> 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 so Man, I just kinda wanted you just to... gave away the deep dive for your next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's um, doing a season four, episode 21, yeah. Little Sister. Uh, Going to be doing our normal re- uh, format here for the 100th episode. Ski doing the recap. Uh-huh. Brent and me giving our comments and it whatnot. It feels like normal format is, is almost a misnomer for this season. Cause yeah, this season has been We've done a lot more, more rotating. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like that. I think that's nice to give you a break from doing the, the recap as frequently. Um, but I also don't like having to do the work of doing the recap. <laughs> 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 so there's that aspect of it. Um, so. But anyways. Uh, oh, and Happy New Year, everybody. This yeah. will be coming out right after the... Uh, I think January 3rd-ish yeah, is like when this will be hitting. Uh, year of the Oxen. Is, is it really? Or are you just making know. that up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the year of some animal. Exactly. Uh, and it could be the Oxen. One in 12 chance. <laughs> uh, so are they adding the 13th don't... now, I thought? What? Really? What? No. How? No, that's. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you didn't hear about that? They had changed. No. I think. I, you're referring to the so Chinese, Chinese calendar. Yes, yes. <laughs> but no, no, I'm saying. So there's the Chinese zodiac, and then uh-huh. there's the regular zodiac. Okay. okay. And apparently they've added another animal to the, the regular zodiac. Oh, so what is it in to, exact four week increments now? I, I don't know how it's. it's I'm sorry. To who's, who's zodiac? 
I said normal, but that seems a little horrible to say. Like the, like like the, the, the traditional, Western? yeah. So like, like maybe European, I guess would be. So like I'm a Scorpio. They could add a new. They, and I they could throw off added, the dates, and I could be something else. I think it's based on uh, the movement of the stars or something. The way it's I, gone, I, they've added a new uh, animal. I don't remember what it was. But what I'm saying is that animal has to correspond with dates. Yes. Which means that the existing no, things yeah, are going to have to move. Yours could change. Yes. I've got a lot of jewelry I'm going to have to melt down. <laughs> uh, now, I don't remember when the dates were inserted, so yours may well be just fine. But uh, Don't panic. Don't panic. Okay? <laughs> you don't have to run to the pawn shop just yet. <laughs> well, yeah, don't I pull sold, the trigger on that altogether, all but... I just, I don't like this at all. I sold my wife a bill of goods. I was like, <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. And she bought into that hook, line, and sinker. Looked and in, make sure you two were compatible and exactly, whatnot. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now she finds out I'm an oxen or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Everything could go downhill quick. It could, it could. <laughs> I was, I was you know what? How about this? this? I'll look into it, and I'll get back to you guys next episode. Okay. okay we'll be looking forward to it. So January 10th-ish, <laughs> you'll, you'll find out. Yeah, don't <laughs> hold your breath, folks. Right. But uh, uh, I look forward to him saying, yeah, I didn't get my recap done. I was too busy studying the <laughs> zoological <laughs> changes. <laughs> good reason, you know. Yeah. Solid research. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, we did have a few uh, interactions to discuss here. Okay. I have a retraction from last week also. Oh, okay. Um, do you want me to do the interactions first, or you... Um, you do them first, just in case I can piggyback off of it. All right, fair enough. Um, well, Mario sent us in a message, and you'll like this one particularly, Brent. Okay. He said, hey, guys, just listen to season one, episode 20 Yay. again, per your request. Nice. And I don't understand why it's <laughs> the least popular. I had a lot of fun again. Seven nice. slices. Well, God bless him. <laughs> Thank you, Seven, Mario. wow. Yeah. Um, that's a generous score. We that's rarely give it a seven. Highly generous. He didn't give it eight because he didn't finish the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, if he didn't get to see the whole thing or listen, rather. So, yeah, but I said, that's great. Brent will be pleased. And be. he said his uh, best of the three Golden Girls Amigos. Very nice. So, yeah. So, very nice, Mario. Thank you, Mario. I appreciate that. Uh, we also got a, uh, a message from Angel. Um, she said that uh, Anna, Anna is her cat, one of her cats, I believe. Okay. Relaxing to the soothing sounds of Sophia's choice. Uh, she absolutely adores anything and everything Golden Girls. Nice. So soothing here's sounds. Here's a picture of her I like cat. it. Anna, nice. Mm -hmm. Beautiful and, feline. Yeah, I'm not a cat guy, but. Yeah, I, I like cats. I, I like cats, but I think that I'm. Sherry has got allergies <laughs> to cats. I know Ski is allergic. Do you have cat yeah, allergies mm -hmm, as well? I do. So, yeah. I think our current cat, which she's a really good cat, but mm -hmm. probably would be our last one. Yeah. But I still enjoy to see a cat and a pet, yeah. you know, whatever. They're good we, animals. I, I paused too long because mm -hmm. it did just sound like a dick thing. It's like, I'm not a cat guy. <laughs> End of sentence. <laughs> so, so what, I'm gonna say, what I meant to say was before that extended pause was, I'm not a cat guy, but, you know, we do have a cat. Um, and our cat is, you know, not as attractive as Anna. I think it's because I just have too much hatred in my heart towards my cats. Ah. <laughs> wow. It's a long story. Oh, okay. I don't want to get into it. Maybe but, another day. Yeah. yeah I'm curious. No, it's just a cat. <laughs> okay. Well, then we also got a, a comment from CJ. Yeah. He was just saying that haven't we all had girlfriends in Canada? Nice. Yeah. I think responding to <laughs> probably mostly skis. Uh, I don't think I ever said I had a Canadian girlfriend. No, probably not specifically, but I think it was kind of joked about, you know, yeah. at least in that context. She's a model. She's, she's <laughs> just not around all the time. Okay, guys? Um, so that's actually, it's not a retraction per se. 
But CJ had weighed in last week stating that, you know, we seem to be getting more relaxed. Right. And I think I was I was a little flippant and I was like, well, you know, it took us 40 years, but we're finally comfortable on our own skin. Oh. <laughs> and then I was thinking about that this week. And number one, I, I don't know if I said thank you to CJ last week. So thank you for that. But then the other thing is, I wonder if it's us getting more relaxed or if it's just your editing skills are getting better. You know, I would say it's probably a combination of three things. Okay. I would say my editing skills have probably improved a bit. Okay. I definitely do think we're more relaxed. And I also think that the uh, the people who have listened to us consistently have gotten just used to our mm. the quality level that we give. So we just Correct. maybe they're well, more relaxed. And our banter and our, our personalities uh, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It listen, grows on you. You listen to this shit a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> yeah it's like, oh, they, they seem the same as they did before, which was relaxing. Sometimes consistency is relaxing. Exactly. <laughs> I can honestly say the fame has not gone to our heads. No. <laughs> Certainly not. Nor to our wallets. <laughs> not to mine. Well, yeah, at least not to theirs, but yeah. I'm over uh, here rolling in it. Exactly. So thank you, CJ. It's the perks of management, Alan. And then one last little one to throw in there. Um, we got. It's funny because Brent and I both. Brent is probably the primary person. If you send a message through uh, Instagram, that that takes a look at it. But I also monitor that. Ski. Still, you always need an yeah. intermediary if you want to contact Ski. Um, but uh, <laughs> but Lisa had sent something asking. But that's for your own protection. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's really for the best, and it's for our liability as well. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me, my editing skills have saved us more than once uh, <laughs> from. <laughs> Skis and Cindy comments. Exactly. I'm not sure how litigious our listeners are, but. And you guys inspired me to start saying some really crazy crap. <laughs> Try to sneak one by him. <laughs> just, no, just flood the market, basically. Like, uh, so much. He's like, well, I guess I've got to keep some of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like at the end, even when you're giving your, like, your scores and stuff, your sandwich, you're like, I gave it a. Three point and then inward five, <laughs> just to make it almost impossible for me to edit out whatever horrible things you're saying. Um, it is funny because Ski is, of course, about the opposite of the jokes <laughs> that we make about him, but it's still fun to do. Uh, but anyway, Lisa said that she was uh, listening to the podcast and that Mermaid I have the same. 34. What's that? Mermaid in 34. Yes, exactly. And that um, I have the same birthday as her mom, uh, oh, January 29th. So, so listen, Mermaiden slash Lisa, if. Uh, if you don't send me a happy birthday wish on that day, then, you know, obviously you're doing it out of spite because you're going to know it's my birthday. <laughs> so I just <laughs> think that, you know, it kind of puts an obligation. Her telling me that information and gives that link now to her life. There's no reason that when the 29th rolls around. Right. For, should, from this point forward, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until yeah, per- until the end of time, <laughs> for perpetuity, <laughs> yes. right? Until either me or her mother passes on to the next life. <laughs> she now I understand if your mother passes away, it'd be a hard memory, so I wouldn't want her to have to drudge that it's a up. Good way to keep it happy, though. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> mom's gone, mm-hmm. but Alan's still there. Mm-hmm. So now I have to, uh, you know, keep an extra eye on the Instagram on right. January 29th so I can delete that message when it comes in <laughs> before you see it. <laughs> just so I can see what your response yeah, is. Yeah, I just rake her over the coals on our next episode. Exactly. <laughs> Where my was my style. message, Lisa? <laughs> exactly. She, she's like, happy birthday, Alan. And I'm like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram? <laughs> and then delete, yep. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, she also had asked, I, I think she thought initially it was you talking. Okay. She asked when your birthday was, which we've discussed it at, at some point when I realized that 
we had had an episode that fell on yeah, your yeah. birthday. Not not the episode we yeah. recorded, but when it originally yeah. aired. But November nineteenth is is Correct. Brent, and again December first is Ski. So. Yeah. At this point, when you're hearing this, theirs are in the past, but mine's just four weeks away. Yeah. So. There you go, yeah. Nice. I, um, Knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mine was the other day. And actually started making a list of um, like my top five albums that were released on November 19th through oh, really? the years. Yeah. How many albums are there that have been released on November? Like, how often has it fallen on? Isn't Tuesday a typical album release day? Yeah, but... um. Random Times albums will be released on different days. Oh, okay. Especially <laughs> since, like, if you guess, like, well, in the UK it was released, like, different things like that. Mm, so. Okay. Um, so anyways, I haven't quite got the top five, but the top three, um, in no real particular order. Well, I guess it is a particular order, but, um, George Harrison's 33 and a third album was mm. released on the very day I was born. Oh, and very that's nice. That's really love. cool. Uh, November 19th of 91, uh, Teenage Fan Club, their bandwagon-esque album, which I'm a big fan of, was released in the November 19th, 1996, uh, probably my favorite of the three, uh, Prince's Emancipation album was released. Oh, very nice. So I'm still trying to figure out what the other two in the top five would be. Okay. So. Well, well, I'll be looking forward to it. You have between now and November 19th of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that'd be, as of the people listening to this, November yeah. 19th of this year yeah. um, to, <laughs> to let us know. I will say... Um, so like Prince's Emancipation album, mm-hmm. I absolutely love that album. Okay, but it's a young man's album. Oh. <laughs> like I, I don't have the energy to listen to it all the way through anymore. Yeah, it is funny because I feel like when I listen to music nowadays, maybe it's because you know I never have gotten deep into music like mm-hmm. you have. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not like the the lesser. You know, uh, I've always been more into pop music than mm-hmm. than anything else, I guess. And I've seen your kids' bop collection. I know yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got now. That's what I call music volumes one through fifty-seven. <laughs> How many of those are there? I have think? no idea. Probably like one hundred eight or something. Uh, yeah, crazy. there's a lot. I'm yeah. sure, but um, but anyways, I when I listen though now to new music, like you know the very current music, mm-hmm. so much of it, I think like I just can't relate to that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like you know the so many songs just are much more relatable to young people than yeah. they are to people who are yeah. at my stage of life. Yeah, I am. Um, so that Olivia Rodrigo, mm-hmm. okay, I like the cut of her jib. Mm-hmm. Like, um, she's really, really, really good. And so I listened to that album quite a few times in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mentioned, you know, my 12-year-old daughter, how much I loved it. And she was just absolutely horrified. <laughs> <laughs> like, like <laughs> Start talking with her about Dua Lipa and stuff? Yeah, or? And I know. I think she was just going to contact the proper authorities. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn your right in. <laughs> exactly. We, so. we will not be having this. Exactly. So for her her sake, I stopped listening to the <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. But if you're of a younger generation and you've not checked that album out yet, it's really, really good. <laughs> well, I know. Uh, like when I had when uh, Billie Eilish, you know, was first kind of hitting the scene and I had heard some of her music and I listened to more of it. And I was like, I, I really like this. This is pretty good stuff. And then at the time, I was like, oh, she's 17. And now I feel disgusting even listening to her music, <laughs> especially because it has some lyrics that are, you know, a little on the explicit side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, if she's 17 now, she probably recorded this when she was even younger than mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know, it just made me feel not dirty. quite right. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it made me feel like a regular Professor Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and speaking of which, to commemorate our 100th episode, one of the greatest villains of uh, television history makes a second appearance in this episode. 
I, I truly don't think Rose's little sister deserves <laughs> such scorn. Well, it's definitely not Rose's little sister, and anybody that's I mean, watched granted, it. she is a troublemaker, and she does seduce our other guest star. That Holly. But, and I said another appearance, not, uh, not a first appearance, but we'll get to that, uh, that loathsome villain uh, in Boo. due time. <laughs> So, yeah, with that, I, I don't have anything else to add now, but uh, thanks for listening for you know, hopefully 100 episodes so far. And yeah. we've got, I think I figured up like 87 more regular episodes because mm-hmm. um, there'll be, a, and then, I don't know, seven or eight playoff type uh, episodes to, mm-hmm. to finish it up. So, you start, we're, we're maybe a little some over bonus ones. Yeah. Bonus ones. Yeah, like possibly. we do play a game or something one time or but another, it's something fun. Maybe another book review with a. Ray writes a second. All right, yeah. And if you're out there and you want us to review some sort of a thing you've done, we're more than happy to send yeah. it our way. I mean, if it's a book, it's going to be compared to oh, a yeah. book that we've already given eight slices <laughs> to. <laughs> well, at least we'll compare it to other similar products that we have experienced. Okay. Wouldn't that be fair? I don't think it'd be fair. Like, it, let's say someone sent us a... a yeah, if they send us a cookbook, right? Like a Golden Girls cheesecake cookbook. <laughs> yeah, then that would be different than mm. you know. Ray's cheesecake biography. cookbook would be pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be anyways. highly appropriate. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, so with that, uh, I don't have anything else to waste your time out with at the beginning. Stay golden, Coco. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I will go ahead and turn it over to you now, Ski. Woo-hoo. Do we have to? <laughs> I could like just run through it if you want me to. I've been talking forever. <laughs> uh, whose fault is that? Are you parched? Do you need a break? Or? Good. I take a potty break halfway through your recap. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. It won't be if you've seen the show. I mean, mm. exactly. You don't need to know all this. so uh season four episode 21 Mm -hmm. uh entitled little sister what's that like one point font on your recap page it's also in blue (laughs) yeah yeah my printer printed out blue i'm not sure why i don't know maybe maybe black just wasn't visible at that size and if you look at the first four lines are black and then all blue i'm like huh can you flip the page over so, yeah, you could have gone to a, a larger font and used the exact same amount of paper. <laughs> I could have. I could have. Didn't think about it. Didn't really care. <laughs> I can read it fine, so. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> got, I got robot eyes, remember? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I forgot. What's this from? Oh, well, just that he got laser surgery on his eyes. Oh, gotcha. they're, they're still human eyes, but they were mm. operated on by a robot, mm. at least partially. Gotcha. So he thinks he's one in the machine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We will forgive that. <laughs> but uh, uh, air date on one of my favorite days of the year, April 1st, 1989. Mm, very nice. I love April April Fool's Day. I love April Fool's Day. Why? Why? Out of curiosity, yeah. What's the biggest? Just pulling prank pranks. What's the biggest <laughs> one you've ever pulled? One that comes to mind the most? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, I'm saying the one that comes to mind the most may not be my best. It was but, pretty proud of it at the time. But, but you think of it often? Well, I'm reminded of it often. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one night me it and the backfired. wife were being Oh, is this the one that I know about? Probably, maybe. The, the, the work one? Is that a Neighbor Fool's Day prank? Um, you're talking about the cheese? Yeah. No, that was not April Fool's Day. Oh, okay. We'll save that one for a future episode. You go ahead and tell does us it, this one now. Does it involve you poking a hole in a condom? No. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> 18 years, baby. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, 
I thought I'd be real clever, right? <laughs> and we had like, I'm not sure I had like a little tin, like one of those like, like mixed nuts or something, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get the the palm uh, toilet paper, right? They're individual wrapped. All we right. have at Sam's Club in, in bulk. Right? <coughs> Sorry, what? So we get the the palm toilet paper. It's like the stuff that you can buy in bulk at Sam's Club. Have you not seen it? No. What's the first word? Palm. Palm. P O M. P O M. Toilet yeah, paper. A, okay. It's individually wrapped. Mm-hmm. Why do you buy individually wrapped rolls of toilet paper? Well, it's just it's just we get a real good deal on the brand at Sam's Club. Well, I buy my toilet paper from <laughs> Sam's Club too, and I buy the members' mark because it's the cheapest. Well, they they like theirs to be able to be put into a gas station if need be. <laughs> if need so, be, so yes. this is like one ply. No. Half ply. <laughs> Half ply. He's got one of those. He like um, sneeze on it, and just kind of like dusts away. Yeah. He's got one of those Dwight Schrute spindles, <laughs> but he's like running it in reverse to put the two plies together. Actually, I believe that the Klimazoos just use a towel <laughs> and then wash it once a week. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, that's really good. I would have assumed just the shower curtain of a garden hose. <laughs> Okay, so, anyway, so you're buying individually wrapped rolls of it's, toilet it's paper. It's just the individual wrapped ones. And I don't understand how that would be cheaper, but continue. I, You know what? I don't buy it, so I guess it's all my wife. Okay. See, I think she's just pocketing the money and stealing this shit. that's what it is? <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't even buy the toilet paper. She just goes around to 100 gas stations. Exactly. You know what? If that's what if she that's her, She's uh, like, Ski, you owe me $30. <laughs> if that's what she's been up to, man, best to her because she's pretty proficient. <laughs> But anyway, assuming she buys it, okay. Uh, yeah, at least I've been there present for at least one or two of the purchases okay. in the okay. last few years, so it's happened at least once or twice, okay. right? Okay, okay. Fair anyway, enough. so palm, toilet paper, individually wrapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought, ha, 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 I will get my wife. And I took all the toilet paper out of the bathroom and hid it, except for this one tin Right, okay. empty tin uh, that was uh, like nuts or, or right. whatever, mm-hmm. and I take the the wrapper and put it around that, and, <laughs> and put the one tin, which is like okay. supposed to be the toilet paper, yeah. into the cabinet above uh-huh. our little toilet. So okay. she goes into the bathroom, and guess what? <laughs> no, no toilet paper. But here's the bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. She had gone to the lady doctor that day, and they had taken like a biopsy. <laughs> <laughs> and so she is not in a good mood All right <laughs> Right And so my prank did not land well <laughs> I, I pray that she's not mad I, I talk about this but it's not. Your wife's a very open book I can't imagine uh-huh. If I told the stories that your wife has told on this podcast Then you would probably have to go into hiding <laughs> When this episode drops She's going to weigh in on the comments section To fill in on the right? additional details Yes <laughs> But yeah, it how did. How uh, gallons fell out of her? Or whatever. Did not uh, did not turn out well. She was not happy the next time we saw one another. <laughs> when was that? Oh, it's years ago now. No, but like when did you next see each other? Years later. Oh. <laughs> 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 so later that day, I'm sure. Okay. But she she was uh, yeah. in pain and whatnot and mm-hmm. all that and stuff. So. Yeah, she was not happy with me. Well, I'm glad that you guys survived that traumatic April incident. April Fools! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
I would say I like April Fools for the ones that turn out better. <laughs> <laughs> like the harmless pranks, like a piece of chalk and a glass of milk. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid. That only I, uh, works for the, the, for the Protestants, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few, like, I, I remember, like, kind of propping the door open, right? Uh-huh. Uh, just slightly and putting, like, a little basket of, mm-hmm. like, tr- trash or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my brother would open it and then it was dumped on his head. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I am, when I was a kid, you know, um, like uh, the little whippersnappers, mm-hmm. little TNT things. Little throw them on the ground and they pop. Yeah, and they pop, whatever. Mm. Um, so I had some of those. And <clears throat> I went into, um, you know, the I was, I was, I don't know, 11, 12 or whatever. So my sister would have been 8, 9, maybe 10, I don't know. Okay. And so I lifted up the uh, the toilet seat. And you know how on the bottom of the toilet seat, there's like um, those little like lips that oh, sure. connects like between the bowl and the toilet seat. Yeah, to where it doesn't the toilet seat doesn't go all the way exactly. down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, um, I put the whippersnappers there underneath that little <laughs> lip. Oh, okay. Um, and then lowered it gently down. Brilliant. And so the weight of the toilet seat wasn't you know strong enough to crack the whippersnappers, but you know the 11 year old anus <laughs> when it sits down on there, they will explode. <laughs> and so. Then I just played the waiting game, waiting for my sister to have to dump out, <laughs> and, and, she, and she was annoyed. So I have seen a similar thing online: people uh, doing that with an air horn mm. <laughs> at the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that with a office chair too. Apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really much of a prank guy at this mm-hmm. point. I maybe maybe I used to enjoy it more, and I, I enjoy. Occasionally watching certain things on TV that could qualify as pranks, but like I'm not like a jackass guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of stuff just doesn't really do it for me. I don't know if I've ever done anything like that either. Well, I mean, there's pranks, but then there's also things, a lot of what they do. Like I don't mind the stuff where they put themselves in danger. <laughs> <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still waiting for you to announce that um, this was all a prank. You've been catfishing me about the existence of a podcast. <laughs> right, for, for a year and a half now, exactly. almost two years, actually. Gotcha, guys. I created 37 online profiles. There is no CJ. <laughs> I am CJ. <laughs> I'm CJ. I'm Numi. <laughs> I would have... Exactly. I would have immense respect for that. I would be in awe. That'd be so much work for so little payoff. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't understand it by a stretch, but uh, I would be like, respect. I'm not Andy Kaufman. (laughs) Not going to go that far for a joke. Anyway. All right, so we've gotten past April 1st now, (laughs) so so we do know what day it came out. 1989. 1989. Uh, Written by Christopher Lloyd and directed by Terry Hughes. Not that Christopher Lloyd. Mm -hmm. He done anything else I would have seen? Terry Hughes. <laughs> Terry Hughes. Uh, he's done a few of these episodes, actually. Okay. If you're familiar with the Golden Girls, did he do uh, season one, episode twenty. I believe he did. He didn't do one. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he did. I, I know there was one episode this season that he didn't. April Fools, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do the impotence of being earnest. That's right. Season. That's right. <laughs> You, you put the seed of doubt in my head. I was like, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah that was almost uh, painful to watch. <laughs> you know, I could probably literally just pull up our old, like, mm-hmm. we've got a little pile of uh, yeah. episodes here on the uh, table. I could have mm-hmm. found out for sure. 
You could, but we could also just continue into the episode. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of options. Yeah. All right, so diving into it for real now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we open in the living room. Uh, we see Dorothy asleep on the couch uh, when a dog walks in the living room from the back, like the lanai area. Uh, with her eyes still closed, she can uh, obviously smell the dog's breath as she asks, Ma, did you have a sa- sardine sandwich for lunch again? Mm-hmm. Uh, just then, Sophia comes in after the dog, uh, calling for Dreyfus, mm-hmm. which uh, Dorothy asks why the dog is, is there, and her mother explains that uh, she has volunteered to watch him while uh, Harry Weston uh, was out of town, which is another... Empty nest, semi crossover event, yep. if you will, because that doesn't. Dreyfus is the only character that shows up, so right. I don't want to call it a real crossover, but yeah. Um, yeah, but it's at least in the ballpark. Yeah, and he's the B story, so I mean, yeah. Uh, Dorothy suggests that she take the dog back, as she is quite confident that uh, she, her mother will somehow screw things up or not be able to care for the dog uh, <coughs> properly, and then ultimately she'll be responsible for Dreyfus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia then ties uh, or tries to. Pour on the guilt factor, make her feel bad, and say, oh, yeah, you're never going to give your mom a chance. Uh, ultimately, it does work. And uh, Sophia asks Dorothy to then walk the dog later, and uh, Dorothy flatly declares, says, oh, no, you're to watch him. He's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blanche then uh, walks in the door, the, the front door of the uh, guy, uh, and asks why the hairy beast is in her house. Yeah. Sophia has a great response saying, that he probably bought her uh, dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was a, a solid Sophia response. Uh, then the man, whose name is Gary, says his uh, goodbyes and heads out. Uh, Dorothy comments on how well Blanche and Gary have been uh, getting along lately. Blanche claims that, you know, go ahead. Well, I think she just says that <clears throat> it seems like he had a nice time. Like it implies that this afternoon date is their first date. Oh, really? I, yeah. I thought that she'd said you guys have been getting going along well lately or something. Yeah, and no, I got the impression that, I agree with Ski, I got the impression that it was something where they had been, you know, an item, at least for a, a little while. Should mm. we roll the tape? <laughs> 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 well, all we know is that the guy changed his name because he had such a past behind him that he right? had to go. I mean, he still kept the doctor, you know, although instead of a doctor of knowledge, he's now a doctor of medicine, I suppose. <laughs> you think an undertaker's a... Oh, that's right. Well, the funeral, dr- funeral. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that you had to go all the way that direction because he had <laughs> sullied his reputation so much as a professor that only dead people would work with him. I don't think he did. <laughs> I didn't remember that he kept doctor. Oh, I, I didn't know he was. A doctor yeah, maybe not. Um, that, that may be completely wrong. I just am a little. Was he even a doctor the first place? I was just a professor. Wasn't a professor a doctor? Don't you have to have a doctorate to be a do professor? Not. You do not. Oh, do you not? Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be an actual professor. You had to be. You a, might. Yeah, the, I'm sure it's probably a requirement in some uh, universities, but I think yeah, in some. But I think like, I think all you need is a master's degree if you're going to teach an undergraduate course. Oh, okay. But I don't know if you're considered a professor if you're just teaching. I, I don't know. I, I think you are. Okay, fair enough. You may have to. Some places probably do require a doctor yeah. for full tenure or something. But yeah, I'm sure like at Harvard or, you know, Rude School of Beauty Culture or something. <laughs> like exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Gary. The Ivies. Yeah. Cornell. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dorothy comments something like they've been getting along well lately. And Blaine's claims that, you know, that he's perfect. And talks about how he owns the most successful chain of funeral homes in Miami. And uh, with the extreme heat lately, you know, business has been very good to him. All four locations. Uh, Rose enters and asks if uh, she has arrived yet. And the girls kind of look like they don't know what she's talking about. Right. 
Uh, but Rose tells Dorothy that she'd left a note on her bathroom mirror about her little sister visiting. And she clarifies that uh, she'd left it on that mirror because it was the only one without any steam on it. Yeah. Well, <clears> so <throat> that means that she was leaving that message for her, assumably, while she was in the shower. I'm <laughs> guessing, yeah. So. Or it just gotten out or something. Uh, they stare at her for a moment with a little flummoxed look, like, what's wrong with you, Rose? Uh, then Blanche uh, does ask which sister's coming, and Rose explains that it's her young sister, Holly. Uh, Rose tells him that, you know, while it sounds bad, she doesn't really like her little sister, and uh, they haven't really gotten along for years. Yeah. She tells him that uh, she's in town for business and is a world-renowned flautist. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that, uh, Brent, for you, that you are not a fan of your sister's uh, husband or choice thereof. Okay. Um, would you say that you get along well with your sister in general? Yeah, I think so. I think, and I'll, honestly, I would say that my sister and I, currently our relationship is stronger than it's been in many, many years. Oh, well, that's good. That's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I've always had a really close relationship yeah. with my sister, but she's 12 years younger than mm-hmm. me. So when I was younger, there was, you know, we didn't have like sibling rivalry type stuff, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. to contend with. Um, and, and honestly, like even the age difference, by the time she came around, I was 12. So it wasn't like I was, you know, feeling neglected by my mom or anything like that mm-hmm. because of, of her being around. So it's it worked like out well. You were the, the protector. She was yeah, a little yeah. buddy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And mm-hmm. what about you, Ski? Would you say that you and Brian and uh, Becky all get along well? I get along real, really pretty well with my brother and sister. And Did my brother and sister have had a little bit of tension the last several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know for a fact that... Uh, Becky, my little sister, doesn't like some of the way that uh, Brian's wife treats our mom. Oh, okay. And so there's been a lot of tension for that. I'm not putting all the family dirty laundry out here all on the podcast. That. I, I pray that no one really listens to this in my family. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, well, your prayers were almost answered. <laughs> yeah. No, for my family, because right. I definitely do say some inappropriate things. I'm like, ah, probably rather they did not know that. It, it, it makes my I told you so that much more <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so going back to the the transcript or whatever, mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, why is there a big hairy beast in my house?" Is what Blanche said. Right. Sophia's like, "Hey, my guess is because he bought you dinner." You know, audience laughs or whatever. Sure. And then Gary's like, "Well, Blanche, I gotta run." Blanche says, "Well, thank you for a lovely afternoon, Gary." And Gary's like, "Hey, hope to see you again real soon." Blanche is like, "You can count on it." Bye, Gary. And then Dorothy says, well, you and Gary certainly seem to have hit it off. Okay. Implying that that was like that afternoon was their first. Oh, maybe then. Yeah. That seems possible. Yeah, perhaps. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I still think hit it off could be people who you'd been on multiple dates with, but but I can see where you're coming from as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my point is it's their first date, so it's unfair for them to be exclusive. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, you just really defend this guy. <laughs> I'm starting to think that this man might be a relative of yours. <laughs> I'm just saying. So. The love's there, somehow. <laughs> well, just for what it's worth, as we're talking about it, professors at community colleges are required to earn a master's degree, while those who want to teach at four-year colleges mm-hmm. and universities should earn a doctorate. Okay. So. And she was just going to community college, right. like the adult education mm-hmm. annex or whatever. So. Yeah. Anyways, so. 
<laughs> but it doesn't necessarily have to be an Ivy League. Just a four-year school, and you'd right. okay. probably oh, be a doctor. That's great. So what you're saying is I was right on both counts. I, I was saying that we were both right on both counts. <laughs> it's all were, conditional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from a certain point of view. Right, exactly. I, from my point of view, I was right. From your point of view, you were right. Uh-huh. And I think that's the best way to go. Yeah. And since you edit these, you get final words. So. <laughs> right. I'll, by the time it's done, there'll be you saying, you were right on all points, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> you are so smart. <laughs> You're like, I get all of my humor from you. <laughs> How would you feel if that is what I if you listen to the podcast and they were just literally an hour of you guys praising me every time? <laughs> like I just cut it all out. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Would, do you think you'd still continue to do the podcast? No, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> just sixty minutes of me like, oh, Alan, I love your toadstool. <laughs> Yeah, but we made it through 100 episodes. Don't you feel like you still want to finish it out? (laughs) (laughs) For the consistency of it all. I am not desperate enough for, um, what's the word? Uh, Adulation. Adulation, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, in order to... To to manufacture your own. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I don't need to hear just so badly. (laughs) You were saying that you wouldn't uh, go through all this to fool us. I would think that would almost be more work. Mm-hmm. Unless oh, you yeah. had like some kind of program like AI that would just find the words mm. and snip them together for and you. And if I had that, I probably wouldn't have you know the need or time to do this podcast <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. I would like to think that if that were the case, then you've got enough tape of the two of us. You could just construct the remaining recaps on your own. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Ski. Sorry about the... Oh, anyway, so, you know, she tells him that she's a world-renowned flautist. Mm. Uh, with an impressed look on her face, Dorothy kind of restates, oh, she plays the flute. Uh, and in a rare case, Rose sarcastically tells her that, no, she plays the flout, the Scandinavian instrument that looks like a tuba but has hair on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, of course it's a f- you know, flute. <laughs> uh, she then apologizes for being kind of short with her as she's really just nervous. Uh, then the doorbell rings, and Rose uh, asks the girls to kind of help her get through this visit. Rose lets Holly in, and they and they hug each other. It was nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> before Rose can introduce her, room, her roommates, Holly uh, kind of takes it upon herself to correctly guess who everyone is. She uh, pours on the compliments to Dorothy and Blanche, uh, but when Sophia enters and she tries to do the same tactic, Sophia kind of calls her out on the lavish BS. All right. Now, Brent, you said like you and your sister are, you know, at a, at a better place. Not that you're in a bad place yeah, per yeah. se, but you're mm-hmm. in, in a, Correct. a better place than mm-hmm. you have been in a while. Yes. Would you say that she would be able to describe us at all? Um, like if she walked in, she wouldn't have any idea who either of us were, would she? No. That's the thing where I'm thinking, so Rose hates her sister, or at least maybe hates is strong, doesn't mm-hmm. like her sister, but yet she has described her friends to them, to her enough that she can come in and just be like, oh, you're this person, you're this person, well, and you're that person. I think it's one of those things that if at some point she would have mentioned that one of them is from the South, mm-hmm. then when Holly shows up by process of elimination, she would know who was Dorothy and who was Blanche. Sure. And those adjectives she just could have made up on her own. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Could have just taken a look at them and sized them up and decided exactly. what they probably were. Yeah, it's true enough. But I would also imagine that when she called uh, Rose, Rose probably said, oh, yeah, you'll be my roommates, and she mm-hmm. probably described them slightly. Yeah, fair enough. 
even one just it could have just been one conversation you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. um rose's sister holly mm-hmm. i mean you can talk about her career later or whatever but oh, thank you. i got like a <laughs> i got like a jane lynch vibe Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely got one too. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Not as hard of an edge as what Jane Lynch yeah. is able to do, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean it, like physically looking, or yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked like yeah. a young Jane Lynch. You know? I thought so too. Did you guys have you watched um, Only Murders in the Building? Mm-mm, I never even heard of it. Um, so you don't plan on have you? That's watched the one it? with Selena Gomez and uh, and Martin and Steve, yeah. right? Yes, Steve. Martin. Steve Martin <laughs> and Martin Short. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, that was a roundabout way of saying it, but <laughs> it's fine. It's they're fine. definitely the more popular, yeah. <laughs> famous well, people. Not at the risk. I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, but I am going to spoil one thing. Um, like Jane Lynch shows up. Like so, Steve Martin. He's a former um, um, TV actor who had a show like Columbo or Kojak or okay. those types of shows, and Jane Lynch shows up, and she was his stunt double. Um, and she has like white hair, okay. <laughs> um, but like, and like the running joke is that like she's more masculine than Steve Martin uh-huh. is <laughs> and everything, and it's really really funny. Do you watch the Marvelous Miss Maisel? I need to like so we watched the first season oh, okay. and we really really enjoyed it, and then we just never made it back when season two started. Well, she's in that as well, but I don't know if she shows up. I think it's not till the second season. Yeah, I didn't and she see plays her. kind of like a, a person who's a really huge success, okay, um, like a Joan Rivers type. Yeah, something like that. Although she's playing like her whole thing is this shtick. It's almost like a Larry the Cable Guy type thing. Oh, okay. Um, where the like her her and real life quote unquote mm-hmm. is completely different from the character she plays on stage for gotcha. her audiences but gotcha. she does great i mean she's yeah. an excellent part of that show too she um they're bringing back party down oh really and she was a big part of that um like the f- most of the first season and then like the finale okay. i've not heard of that it's really good party um, down yeah um so she was replaced with megan mullally okay um, she's pretty but, hilarious too yeah adam scott and um um, Lizzie Kaplan and I'm talking slowly because I can't remember Ken Marino oh, okay. um, who I'm a big 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 fan of obviously <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was in it so obviously uh, yeah mm. I'm a big Ken Marino fan he's uh, the Gavin McLeod of his generation mm, okay. he just puts a little English on every line he delivers <laughs> and I, I love it so well definitely I've never seen the show itself I mean yeah. I've seen you know promos for it and things yeah, like yeah. that but I'll, I'll just check it out but the no uh, only murders in the million looks pretty funny. Yeah, it's really good. I've um, not seen it yet, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's just ten episodes. What is it on? It's it's a Hulu. Hulu. Okay. okay. Yeah. From what I understand, your daughter gives you access to Hulu, correct? Uh, yeah. So I gotta check it out. <laughs> After you installed it. After I installed it. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood, that wall stands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Hulu wall. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. So we uh, change scene. Are you allowed to do that now? So Since what? you're in different places, like does the ISP know that you're signing into the Hulu from two distinct locations? I, I mean, I use my um, sister's, and she's in I'm a different. And she it's has other because couple other people that use it too. So mm-hmm. quite honestly, it was my daughter's to begin with. It was Eddie's mom's or something. Oh, okay. So I mean, it was. <laughs> So it's just being spread all around town. Yeah, we yeah. were all. Like, but so I think they use our stuff too. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So you're using your sister's Oh, yeah, no, I'm just as... Well, I'm not as guilty. My sister's just as guilty. I'm just someone who uses a free service. I'm not the one who's distributing it. It's kind of like if I'm a drug doer, 
It's not nearly as bad as being the drug dealer. So. <laughs> exactly. If you're the pretty girl on meth, that's yeah. not nearly as bad as. <laughs> and so I guess I would be both the dealer and the do- <laughs> like a, oh, yeah. Yeah, a exactly. user. Mm-hmm. I, I guess my point is, um, you know, I was like, you know, if you shoplift this book, Ray's not going to get any money. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, we need you to contribute to the economy, people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be stealing. And yet you yourself are a thief. Listen, don't steal from Ray. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care as much if you steal from, you know, uh, Time Warner. Or exactly. Yeah. From well, big entertainment. I would argue, though, that almost <laughs> all of them have like five usernames or something now that you can use. Uh, yeah. We're yeah just I, I think it's almost built into their cost. We're just using extent, one of those usernames. Some of them are starting to crack down. Like I think um, either Netflix, I think it might be Netflix, where now if you sign in on a different device, it where it like sends something to your phone or, or to your you thing to, like to confirm verify. it. Yeah. So that you can't just keep, you know, hopping around from one location to another with different people having your login. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Probably present, prevents some theft on the other end, too. Yeah. Because accounts can mm-hmm. get hacked and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Something's tickling him. Yeah. <laughs> and it probably won't be as funny to us as it is to him. <laughs> not that it won't be funny, just not as funny. <laughs> I, know the, I know the joke. I just don't know how to figure it out. <laughs> do, you, do you need some time? Do you want me to get, keep going and then you can no, chime no, back it's in? Fine. The premise of it was going to be, <laughs> you know, just to save money. Uh-huh. Ski trying to get me to go and have these with him on a Pornhub premium. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just trying to find the way. Brent, <laughs> it's, it's premium, dude. Exactly. It's got twice it's as not much like gay the free porn. stuff. <laughs> twice as much gay porn? <laughs> so now you're putting this in an awkward position. <laughs> what? Well, because now it's turned into a gay joke. <laughs> so... No, it's, it's turning into a joke about, you know, ski liking gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut all this now up until he says, Brent, it's premium. <laughs> then I'll have to cut from there to now. <laughs> so. It's a good argument, though, right? It's not homophobic for him to like gay porn. It's homophobic for you to make fun of him for liking gay porn. No. <laughs> Is it homophobic for me to say I don't like gay porn? Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's it's that okay. So the premise is like he is so hardcore about saving money, Uh he will get a premium subscription to something he doesn't even need Mm, simply because it's half off. Like he's not going to consume or even enjoy the gay porn, but Mm. at fifty percent off, that's just leaving money on the table. That's right. Yeah, I understand, but it's not a service where like oh, it's fifty percent off on Grinder. You know, like it was a service that only offered that. But if he's choosing that, then that's the joke. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see how much of this makes it. It's a it's a funny conversation. <laughs> I say it stays. It's problematic at the least. Uh, I don't think it is. <laughs> you wouldn't think that you cisgendered motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, on with the recap. Mm-hmm. Where to go? Yeah. Anyway, nowhere but up. <laughs> Scene change. Uh, Blanche was in the kitchen uh, when Sophia comes in, kind of poking around. 
uh, looking in cabinets and under the table. Blanche asks, well, what are you doing? What are you looking for? Sophia says, nothing. Uh, but Blanche presses her on it, and Sophia admits that she has lost Dreyfus and has no recollection of the dog or anything else, for that matter, since the previous Thursday, which was three days ago. I was a little afraid that maybe Rose had gotten Sophia hooked on the pills. Sophia <laughs> 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 was desperately searching for her next fix. It does seem like, you know, not being able to find Dreyfus is just burying the lead. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sophia has bigger issues that yeah. Blanche should I be would, concerned with. Right. In three days, though, I would think that other people have noticed him gone. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, he's a big-ass dog. <laughs> so. Or would have asked Sophia, hey, where's Dreyfus? Yeah, it's like, oh. uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe on day two? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It does. But, I mean, it lets us know that, you know, like three days have passed. And then we subsequently learn that, like, Blanche and Holly have spent, like, the right, last yeah. three days together. It mm-hmm. does kind of set up the next bit yeah, of the conversation. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, Blanche is obviously worried about this, but tells Sophia, you know, hey, when the girl, or the girls get home, we'll spread out across the neighborhood and track them down. Exactly. And, I mean, it sounds like, you know, Blanche and Dorothy have been spending, you know, pretty much all of their time, you know, with Holly. Right. You know, which means, you know, poor Gary's being neglected. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, poor guy. Have we got justifying, the- justifying. Hey. He's setting up his uh, pins for later on. Right, yeah. <laughs> My pins? Pins. Like, oh, like, pins. Okay. Like bowling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so knock them down. Knock them down, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they'll they'll track them down somehow. But Sophia says no dice on that idea because, you know, she cites that uh, if Dorothy finds out that she has lost the dog, she'll never trust her with anything in the future. Neither will Harry Weston. <laughs> right. Well, we saw him in the previous episode, though, when she was in the hospital, Sophia. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she may- like, oh, he's a pediatrician, and he deals with the right. geriatric. <laughs> it's a man of all seasons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that term. Yeah. Uh, but she makes Blanche swear that she won't tell Dorothy, and uh, she agrees. Uh, Sophia then uh, closes, stating that she can... Uh, Hold on to uh, the info about Blanche and the twin rabbinical students uh, for, quote, another time. Right. Uh, in the living room, uh, Rose is reading a magazine when the doorbell rings. She goes to answer it, and it's Gary, who explains that uh, he's just there to drop off uh, Blanche's earrings, which likely, fe- likely fell off recently in her, his car. Rose turns to go get Blanche, but uh, Gary stops yeah. her, sits oh. her. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, I don't understand because he hadn't met Rose wasn't there previously mm-hmm. when he stopped by. So like, when did he meet Rose? Well, it's been three days, so I imagine yeah, maybe but Blanche just spent all her time with. Well, I think it was all of her time. She's just done several things with Holly. Well, and he specifically said that they're going out on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Or well, wait a minute, that, that's I don't up. remember, that's but I, I think it's still implied. I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. When they had just gone out because. Uh, Maybe he saw her before, like, because he was bringing back her earrings. So maybe they had just gone somewhere together uh, pretty recently, or like the day before. Mm. So I think it stands to reason that the two that he would have had multiple opportunities to meet Rose. Blanche is a dating lady, Mm -hmm. so I mean, almost every night she's not exclusive. Why does Gary have to be? (laughs) I don't think we know that at this point she's not being exclusive to Gary. Has she been exclusive to anybody? Sure, yeah, George. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's iffy. True. But uh, so Rose turns to go get Blanche, but Gary stops her, kind of sits her down on the couch, and then tells her how beautiful he thinks she is. 
uh, how she's more attractive than most of the women he encounters. Mm. He's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> she thinks about this for a moment and asks, aren't most of the women you come in contact with dead? Yeah, I thought that was probably my favorite line of the episode. Mm-hmm. He then asks Rose out, basically. Uh, upset, she asks, well, what about Blanche? He responds that uh, she'd probably stay at home unless she's down with that kind of thing. <laughs> Now, I don't necessarily fault him for swinging for the fences. Exactly. <laughs> in for a penny and for a pound. Right. Uh, but, again, you know, it's one of those things that we don't know anything about the exclusivity. So I'm not sure that he's in the wrong yet. It's true, but, I mean, it's definitely well, being... Uh, within the next few lines, we learn a little bit. At okay. least about how Blanche uh, kind of reads this, the, the relationship. True. So, you know... But, Go ahead. But her interpretation of the relationship doesn't matter if she doesn't express that to him. <laughs> like, if she doesn't have the talk with him about how they're exclusive, right. then... Well, you're making a lot of assumptions in order to <laughs> defend <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I'm just saying. Really broad judgment your, uh... on Jerry Harden previously, and I don't want to see the same crime happen twice. <laughs> Do you think that... Did you notice they said his first and last name several times in this episode? At least two or three times. Uh-huh. And I was wondering, I wonder if they did that specifically because they wanted people to know this isn't Professor Cooper. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, Jer- or Gary yeah. Turner or whatever it was his name yeah, was. exactly. Small business owner Gary. Harden. Harden. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry yeah. Harden was his name. Gary Tucker. That Gary was Tucker. His, yeah. yeah. Old man Tucker. <laughs> so, you know, Rose does not uh, take well to his advances. Right. Uh, just then Blanche walks into the living room and smiles when she sees uh, Gary was there. He uh, quickly plays off the situation by giving her the earrings. Uh, you know, maybe a little quick salutation and then he heads out. Uh, but then asks if they're still on for Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's what I was jumping ahead to. Uh, Blanche agrees and then walks into the door. Uh, then she turns around and jokingly says to Rose that if she didn't know better, she thinks she was trying to steal her man, which I think she even says boyfriend maybe yeah. in the show. Rose exclaims that uh, she's innocent, and Blanche replies, I know, that's why Gary's dating me. <laughs> that was a good Blanche line. Yeah. I think that, um, so, like, she was, I mean, Blanche went off on Dorothy and was willing to end the friendship. Right. Because she thought that, you know, Dorothy and her man were, you know. Shacking up, yeah. Exactly. And Dorothy was just as innocent as, you know, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, upset from uh, Gary. Put an asterisk next to that. I could be wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not will, fully willing to commit to that one. Fair enough. <laughs> My memory may deceive me. Uh, still upset from Gary making a path at her. You know, Rose calls him an oversex beast. And Blanche responds that, you know, she doesn't have to talk him up. She likes him fine already. Right. I thought that was also a really good Blanche line. Uh, Rose asks where Holly is and... Uh, and Blanche says that she's likely still out with Dorothy. I guess they'd been out for a while. Blanche then continues saying that uh, she's hung out with her quite a few times over the past week and had a great time, and that maybe Rose wasn't giving her enough credit. Uh, she also mentions that they'd gone to dinner at Antonio's. I guess it's a, one of their favorite restaurants. Yeah. And it's quite close to Rose's work. Uh, Rose asked why you know they didn't call. Apparently, Holly said that she had called to invite her along, but uh, someone at the uh, center said that she wasn't there. Rose says, well, yeah, I was. But Blanche assumes it was just a mix-up. Mm-hmm. It's good to know that if you call to reach a grief counselor, people mm-hmm. are like, ah, oh, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, it's just a mix-up. Exactly. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're yeah. good. Uh, 
but then Holly and Dorothy uh, enter the house carrying several bags and talking about the wonderful day they'd had uh, full of fun, eating, shopping, and they even had uh, theater tickets for that night. Rose excitedly asks, yeah, what are we going to see? But Holly admits that, oh, you told me you might be busy, mm-hmm. so I just got uh, tickets for Dorothy Blanche and myself. Dorothy says that, uh, oh, you should take my seat, but Rose declines, saying that uh, they can just meet up for coffee afterwards. Uh, Holly somewhat blatantly or blandly kind of shrugs and says, great. Yeah. Uh, when she uh, then she takes her bags to the back room and Rose uh, tells the girls after she's out of uh, earshot basically that she believes Holly is intentionally excluding her from activities mm-hmm. and they insist that uh, it's only been a series of miscommunications and that you know it happens between sisters all the time. Yeah, they're being assholes towards her really about it, but <clears throat> I think you, you you side with the person you've known for five years, You'd not think. the woman you just met like a couple weeks ago. Agreed. Yeah, even if they'd hung out with her two or three times. Yeah. And why? And Rose even said at the beginning that she didn't like her. Yeah. So I mean, it stands to reason that Holly might not like her either, mm-hmm. and that she would be excluding her. That's true. So, you know, Blanche tells a story then about her si- sister Virginia and how she wouldn't talk to her for almost a month, and uh, her story kind of devolves though from uh, just because I smiled at her boyfriend to uh, they were blowing bubbles off each other in the tub. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's a slight change. Yeah, it's slightly more egregious than her original. Yeah, I think Virginia yeah. probably had grounds. Yeah, I think so. Change scene again. Uh, this time Sophia is now walking in the living room with a dog on a leash and asks Blanche, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, she tells Blanche that she'd uh, gone to the pet store and got a lookalike dog, but she couldn't find Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Blanche is impressed by the resemblance, but uh, then brings Dreyfus in from the kitchen, <laughs> uh, explaining that he had come home that afternoon. Uh, Blanche says that it's no big deal. Just bring the other dog back to the pet shop. Sophia kind of exasperated almost says that she can't and that the store is closed till the following Monday. Uh, at that moment, uh, Dorothy hollers from the kitchen asking for some help with the groceries she just picked up. Sophia hurriedly takes both dogs and kind of corrals them into her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Blanche tries, I think poorly, <laughs> uh, to stop Sophia. Only after uh, she's got both dogs in her room does uh, Blanche explain her reasoning, saying that uh, if she's got them both in there, it's going to be hard to tell the difference between right, them. Right, exactly. Which one's which. They were very similar looking dogs, for they sure. They were, yeah. I would think maybe the collars. Yeah. They yeah. can't have the same collars, I wouldn't think. Yeah, they would have been at least slightly different. And and you'd think if Sophia had brought one in just now, she might have noticed what collar was on that dog. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess if she loses days at a time, maybe that's a detail that just... <laughs> right, slips her mind. Right yeah. under the uh, radar. Well, it just seems like if she just purchased a dog, it would not have a collar at all unless she specifically bought one for it. Yeah, and that collar would be distinct from whatever dress Probably brand new looking too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much she spent on a dog. I know, because dogs are expensive. That's a huge dog. Yeah, I would think that'd be a several hundred dollar dog, and they exactly. can't usually you know, find two <laughs> nickels to scrape together if someone has an emergency. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so Sophia uh, considers the situation and realizes... Like a look of realization kind of comes across her face. Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm screwed. <laughs> uh, Blanche goes in the kitchen and starts to help put away the, the groceries. Dorothy says they should kind of hurry so they can meet Holly at the movie in time. Uh, Rose then enters the kitchen and tells the girls she's very mad. It claims that Holly gave her phony directions to meet up for lunch. The girls again assert that it was a simple uh, mistake. That she should just calm down and go enjoy the movie with them. Mm. Of course, Rose did not know about the movie either. Right. 
Uh, she tells the girls that she's just she's sure that her sister is leaving her out on purpose and that she's just not going to go. Uh, Dorothy insists that Rose needs to, uh, to just realize that Holly is kind and uh, wouldn't try to intentionally hurt anyone, including her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blanche and Dorothy then head out the back door. Because, of course, they're going to fucking know better than Rose, who's known her entire <laughs> life. <laughs> it's just another, uh, I mean, you guys have been talking about uh, how they crap on Rose at all, mm-hmm. all the, like every chance they get. This is just a, a prime example. Yep, exactly. When you really it, it look over the entire series at this point, how often does Ro- Rose lie about anything? Oh, I know. Yeah, exactly. So I think even in the very last episode, Rose is trying to tell a joke or a lie, mm. and uh, Sophia says she's never lied in her life. Give her a chance. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. she's doing a bad job or something. Just as a side note, so the um, top five movies <clears throat> out when they would have went to the movies mm-hmm. would have been uh, Rain Man, okay. Fletch Lives, the Rescuers, Lean on Me, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's hmm. a good lineup. Yeah, I hope they either went to see Bill and Ted or Lean on Me. Probably, probably. I never did see Fletch. I mean, Rain Man's lives. a good movie too. Fletch so. lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fletch lives. I don't know that I ever saw that one either, which was surprising. I've seen, I've seen part it. of Fletch, like the first one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the first Fletch maybe a half dozen times. Oh, have you? Yeah, but I don't think I ever saw the is, second is one. Fletch, yeah, that's the second one. How Fletch many were there? The, just the two. Just the two. Yeah. I know sometimes they go uh, like a runaway series, like three or four. Yeah. Sherry's uh, Troop Beverly Hills was at eighth place. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very nice. And so uh, Blanche and Dorothy head out through the back. Yeah. Ooh, and then, Heathers. It was oh. in 16th place. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I've is. not seen that one. I've oh, heard have you good not? things. Oh, yeah. It's good. Very good dark comedy. Yep. Teen suicide. Don't do it. <laughs> I won't. Well, I'm, I'm not a teen now, so right. I'm clear. I would recommend against 40-year-old suicide as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. bad for your health, right? Yeah, I, I don't want to tell you how to live your life <laughs> or end your life, but I'd recommend against it. All right. Well, I'll take that under <laughs> advisement. You guys have saved me. Mm-hmm. I think I'll keep I'll keep going. <laughs> At least one more episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, got to do the next one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll find out why, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, Blanche and Dorothy head out the back door. If he does die, can we replace him with Mario? <laughs> If Mario can make the trip down here, uh, but we're not doing any fucking Skype. Sorry, Mario. Mario Lopez? <laughs> yes, Mario Lopez. <laughs> it's funny yeah. I say Skype. Is Skype even still a thing? <laughs> or is yeah, it I it's all so. just sure Teams it now? So. Yeah. yeah, so they head out the back, and then Rose walks into the living room uh, to see Holly making out with Gary on the couch. Mm-hmm. She kind of jaw-dropped. Rose walks back in the kitchen, not really sure what to do next. Yeah, I don't know. Gary doesn't seem like he's that great at making out, or Holly isn't. There was just... Seemed like they were just like Arms weirdly flailing. hugging each other. Gary had a super weird smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, Gary didn't know what was going on. <laughs> okay, he was just being assaulted. Yeah, I mean, Holly's the troublemaker. It's been established. <laughs> she likes to get in there. She stirs that pot. She mixes it up. Poor Gary just minding his own business. <laughs> I don't know about well, that. Well, he's just, he's the ultimate victim then, apparently, <laughs> right, Brent? <laughs> First yeah, off, I think wrongly that's a gross accused mischaracterization. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he was just looking for a chaste afternoon with um, you know, chaste afternoon, <laughs> another potential suitor. <laughs> so, what do you think he wanted to do with Rose? Just kind of hold hands and, and they watch the pond or something? Or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the chain scene. Uh, Blanche, Dorothy, and Sophia are eating a cheesecake. Yep, number 16. At the mm-hmm. table. Uh, Dorothy uh, offered. How many did they have, grand total? 16 so far. 
But like, uh, well, so here's the odd thing. I, I believe the the source that I initially looked at said there was twenty, but this one wasn't on the list. So there's at uh, least twenty one, okay. <laughs> and then it makes me really question the validity of the list yeah, prior to this. That's what I was thinking. Like we were nearing the end of the cheesecakes. Yeah. Well, and the thing that's odd too is it even goes so far as in a couple to be like, oh, cheesecake was mentioned but not shown in this episode. Mm. How do you fucking miss one where they're all around the table and, yeah. and you know, eating it, blatantly eating it, and yeah. they talk about it for at least a few lines? Yeah, I mean it's the central part. Of that particular scene, yeah. So, but yeah, Dorothy offers another slice to Blanche, who initially declines. Dorothy says that she's been eating like a bird lately. Sophia pipes in with, "Yeah, Rodan." Yeah, that was a good one. That was one of Sophia's better ones. Uh, Rose comes in and tells the girls that she really needs to talk to him, and that uh, she has a big problem. You think she saw that movie with uh, Toshiro? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Blanche says they know that she has a problem and that she really needs to stop buying her hair color from that $1 bin at the pick and save. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose doesn't look very amused and explains that you know the problem was Holly and it's serious. Uh, the girls respond, though, that the problem is between her and Holly and they don't really want to hear about it. Right. Uh, they claim that Rose has been bad-mouthing her the entire time she's been there and then basically they walk out. Upset, Rose starts to kind of chase after them or at least go out of the kitchen, I guess. But Sophia stops her and asks her to cough up the truth, saying that Sicilians can always tell when people are telling the truth. Oh, and also when their fingerprints have been changed, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, huh. Uh, But uh, anyway, and that uh, she could tell that Rose is being honest. Rose tells Sophia that she saw Holly kissing Gary, and then Sophia immediately dismisses her as a liar. Right. Uh, But Rose insists that it's true, and Sophia relents. Then Rose asks for advice, and Sophia, you know, tells her that, you know, the story covers a lot of the heavy topics, and to uh, just give her two minutes to think it over. Yeah, I think her exact line is, uh, I'm a poor immigrant with a third grade, third grade <laughs> yeah. education. Give me two minutes. It's <laughs> a good line. Uh, she then tells a story about her uh, honest but deadbeat uncle Carlo uh, that may have identified a mafia hit man or trigger man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose then takes from that story that even though honesty is important, because obviously Carla was honest, sure. when nobody's going to believe you anyway, maybe uh, the best uh, tactic is to let people figure the truth out for themselves. Yep. Yeah, and then Sophia's uh, follow-up to that was great. It says, I wouldn't choose... or chisel I wouldn't, in yeah, stone. Yeah, I wouldn't chisel that into a stone tablet, but it sounds serviceable at this hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I see what you're saying earlier, though. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can't go ahead and cut all that out. Okay, well, thanks for giving me more to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. What are you talking about now? Judiciously edited or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost. I, he's referring to the joking that was done earlier that I was feeling was problematic. Oh, okay. And he is now seeing the potential error <laughs> of his ways. <laughs> My heart was in the right place. Oh, sure. In that I just wanted to make fun of Steve. <laughs> yeah, and that's always a good place <laughs> to okay start I'm okay with from. that, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, I, I say see leave it all in. It may have been mean-spirited towards people who do enjoy gay porn more than he does. Mm-hmm. It would have been better <laughs> if you would have said, like, that's half off of, uh, or that's twice the donkey shows. Twice. You know, yeah. Something like that. Although yeah. then, you know. Cut that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. See growth on this very podcast. <laughs> Man, if we can just get Ski to stop saying the racist stuff, then we'll really have made Gosh, progress. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw some growth as soon as I mentioned gay porn in Ski's pants. <laughs> I'm cutting 
you know that more than most. This is going to be a long episode to edit. (laughs) (laughs) Cunt. (laughs) I just want to throw that in there. He's like, my greatest April Fool's prank is that April 1st, I spent the entire day watching gay porn. (laughs) I fooled them all into thinking that I enjoyed gay porn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Suckers. Exactly. <laughs> Who am I fooling that they're like walking in on me or something? Like, ah, oh, not again. <laughs> it's like, oh, did someone catch you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I was ready for him to. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I was primed. I started at midnight, 12.01 a.m. Exactly. All day. Oh, man. So much gold that's... can't. <laughs> <laughs> You. <laughs> He's like, how can I get Eddie to move out? I know. I'll watch the gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> Alone in my bedroom <laughs> with the door locked. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> All right. So where are we at? I don't even know, dude. You're going to cut it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I like all that. I think you should leave it all in. That's just my <laughs> default, really. Fair just cut enough. out the words and leave the laughter. No. <laughs> <laughs> People <laughs> wonder why it's like eight minutes of just laughter here. <laughs> like what, what was just said wasn't that funny. Because we're not all on separate tracks, right? We're all no, on, it's all one track, yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of cool, but it, I mean, I'm sure your microphone would pick up what I say sometimes. Yeah, it would end up causing some issues. We'd have yeah. to have a better... We'd have to be in separate High booths. quality, yeah, type stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyways. So, yeah, so you were saying about the... Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I know where we're at, kind mm-hmm. of, but I had to refocus here. Did you uh, get a haircut? Say again? Did you get a haircut? Not recently. Okay. Only a few weeks ago. I did. Ago. Thanks for noticing. No, yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to tell with the, with the earphones that you oh, get. Okay, fair enough. You, when you walked in, though, I didn't have the earphones on. Mm. So, still didn't mention it, though. <sighs> His earphones cover your uh, sideburns mattingly. <laughs> well, yeah, so um, Rose, you know, tells Sophia thank you for the advice. But in return, Sophia asked uh, for some help from her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you want help from me? And she's like, yeah, well, it's pretty bad, right? <laughs> yeah. so, did you have that one written down? No, I didn't have that one specifically. But basically, he's like, yeah, not a very good situation for me, huh? Right. Uh, so Sophia asks for assistance and explains the uh, two dog dilemma that she's got going on. Mm-hmm. She takes Rose into the garage and uh, there's two giant dogs there, and asks Rose, you know, how she thinks she can identify Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose simply calls for Dreyfus, and one of the dogs immediately runs to her. Yeah, I love Rose's uh, lead yeah, up. The build to that up one. was yeah, really where good. she's like, I don't know, this is what we used to do on the farm. I don't know if I'll still remember how to yeah, do yeah. it, but uh, I'll try <laughs> Dreyfus. And then, yeah. <laughs> That was excellent. Uh, Sophia, of course, you know, seemed stunned that she couldn't, she hadn't considered that simple solution. Mm-hmm. That remaining dog was worth like twelve minks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, we change scene again. Uh, Blanche and Dorothy are entering the house discussing, you know, that uh, Gary had canceled, I guess, a date uh, due to his mother having emergency surgery. Dorothy was shocked that Blanche was handling it so well, mm-hmm. uh, but we, uh, Blanche inadvertently reveals that she'd already checked with the uh, hospital. And the procedure would apparently take five hours. Right. Uh, far longer than the reservation was going to hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Holly walks into the living room uh, in a robe, surprised to see them there so early. Mm-hmm. Uh, she claims to uh, just be having a quiet evening alone at the house. 
just then, though, Dreyfus brings out a pair of uh, slacks in his mouth. The girls quickly realize that Holly is entertaining a man. Mm-hmm. At first, Blanche compliments her, saying that uh, yeah, she works fast and that they have that in common. Until <laughs> Gary stumbles out of the room, pantsless, and Dorothy, sp- Dorothy spurts out that uh, apparently they have something else in common. Yeah. I think that was my favorite line. So. That was a good one. But I do love the fact that she uses the term slacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it's, it's not. Pants? A, yeah, I mean, either way, pants Tackies. or slacks. Like, there's nothing wrong with the term slacks. It's a fine term. But, you know, it's on the same, you know, uh, levels like blouse or something like the that. Trousers, it, yeah. yeah, it's just not super commonly used. I'm glad you used it. Slacks so away. Mm-hmm. Since they're from the Gap, you think she would have said khakis? Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, Blanche uh, berates him for lying about his mother being in the hospital, but he claims, oh, no, she really does need the surgery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and, and Blanche already checked with the hospital. She knows it's going down. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, but he's, yeah. du- I, in my opinion, he's doubly uh, a scumbag on this mm-hmm. in this round. I'll give you the bit about his mom. Yeah. yeah that's, that's just bad form. Uh, Holly tries to explain, but Blanche kind of dismisses her, saying that she's heard it all before, but uh, she's usually the one doing the explaining. Mm-hmm. And did you have that line too? She said something about ships passing the night or something. Yes, I, yes. Only usually I'm one of the ships. Yeah, um, yeah I thought that was funny. Uh, Rose enters the house and sees <laughs> the awkward situation with Gary standing, you know, with no pants on and stuff. Dorothy comments that uh, the news is now out in the open, and she's like, "I can see that." Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose tells Holly that she'd like to uh, talk to her in the kitchen and just kind of walks right by her, and then Holly falls behind. Meanwhile, Gary decides he's going to try to grab his pants, but uh, Dreyfus is not going to allow that. Kind of growls at him and snaps. Yeah, Dreyfus trying to earn himself an MVP with that. Uh, right, that yeah. Move. I very nearly gave Dreyfus an MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that uh, Gary simply runs out of the front door. Yep. I guess to catch a cab with no pants? I guess so. I guess. I mean, but where do you have his wallet? <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe he lives close. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. <laughs> Uh, in the kitchen, Holly tells her sister that uh, she really doesn't need to hear a lecture, and that she'll leave in the morning. Rose says, well, that's not really good enough, and uh, lays into her about you know her cavalier attitude, mm-hmm. kind of borrowing her friends and acting like a jackass without having any consequences. Right. Holly says that uh, she may uh, just never, maybe she just never learned how to be the great person Rose is. Yeah. Kind of snippy almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how she uh, never made a lot of friends. Rose contests, though, that it's uh, due to her selfish nature. She never uh, learned how to keep friends. Mm -hmm. And that uh, that's her problem to deal with in life. And she finally uh, says that, you know, they're sisters, but they don't have to be friends. That she would like to be, but that uh, Holly will need to, quote, make the first move. Finally, uh, she says, goodbye, Holly. And kind of dismisses her out of the room, basically. Mm -hmm. Her sister turns and leaves. Uh, Rose takes a confident breath, walks into the living room. Dorothy asks if she's okay. And uh, in reply, she says that, uh, well, that kind of depends. And asks if they are going to believe her from now on, uh, even when she is saying something they don't really want to hear. They assure her that they will, although this seems like a recurring theme to me. Yeah. Not believing each other for a variety of things, right? Yeah. There's a lot of trust issues in that house. What were we saying, Brent? I said Blanche didn't believe Dorothy when right. Dorothy said that she wasn't shacking up with. Mm. And I want to say this has happened multiple times with all the girls. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, you believe. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I think of any of them, though, you could believe Rose. Probably the most, she's the yeah. most honest yeah, of them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, she's never falsely accused uh, somebody of being Almost a Almost to her own predator. detriment a lot of <laughs> yeah. times. 
but uh, Track they assure her better than Blanche's. <laughs> they assure when it comes that. To Gary. Uh, say what? I said especially when it comes to Gary. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor Gary. I know. Well, well, no, pantsless even. Right, yeah. How will he get home? The, the <laughs> cold day, maybe, in, in Miami. In Miami, yeah. Well, if he didn't even have a sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> right. No layers. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, they had talk, talked about how it was a heat wave lately. Oh, that's true. Which is why all the people are dying. Oh, yeah, that was a great line. I, I kind of missed that one, but... <laughs> Blanche said, with, with the heat wave uh, we've been having, he's had them stacked up like firewood in all four locations, <laughs> like all the different you know mortuaries that he runs. He stacks them deep and buries them cheap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the idea of him doing like crazy Eddie the Beeper King type exactly. commercials. <laughs> for his, uh, Come on down! It was before they had the little waving like men in front of the... Uh, He's like, Car places, right? But probably so. We know you love grandma, but you love saving money more. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't she want you to save that money for something special? Exactly. Exactly. You can bury her for less than she sent you in those birthday cards all those years. <laughs> did, you, did, you see, did your grandma send you a bunch of uh, uh, savings bonds? Well, now you can cash them in. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a legit question. Like asking yeah, I did. Yeah, first it did sound conversational more than <laughs> commercial. Uh, but. Well, I got because my grandma sent me savings bonds. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have them all? No. I, I think I cashed them in a few years ago. Gotcha. They matured. They were long since Yeah, matured. yeah, yeah. But, uh, At least something has around here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they assure that they'll believe her next time, which, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And then uh, she, t- then she, I'm oh, sorry. She then tries to uh, carry that into a story about well, they believe uh, about her pig Lester, who predicted the Oscars mm-hmm. 50 years in a row. Just the best supporting actor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Not all of it. That was the best part of that one. Is uh, that it was so specific. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dorothy tells her not to push her luck, though. Mm-hmm. Sophia then enters and says that it's time for Dreyfus to head home. Uh, she then calls the dog's name several times. And he just kind of lies there on the carpet. Uh, both Sophia and Rose look kind of concerned, like, oops. He right. Ultimately, Sophia grabs uh, the dog by his collar and kind of guides him toward the door, saying that, eh, maybe we'll swing by the pet shop on the way home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we close. That's like, it. So Dorothy was looking around, kind of confused, trying to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Sophia and Rose both sort of knew what was going on. And then Blanche was just smiling. But she knew what was going on. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> <Not sure> why. <laughs> I don't know. It was just awkward. And that's it. That's it. We yeah. close up. Yeah. So we had a few uh, guest actors on that one. Uh, of course, uh, Bear the Dog as Dreyfus yeah. is the third of five appearances. Thanks. Uh, we had uh, Jerry Harden as the evil Gary Tucker. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, editorialize. <laughs> I don't um, do that shit. I just state the facts. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> You're over there opinionating everything. And then uh, we've already discussed his uh, uh, attributes, or what, what would you say, his, his credits in the past. So I won't go mm-hmm. over that again if you want to. Uh, episode 1, season tw- or episode 20, season 1. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to get all of his credits there at the end of that one. Yeah. It's a good one. Then we had it's a, got Mario's seal of approval. That's true. Mm-hmm. Seven out of eight slices. Mm-hmm. And then we had uh, Inga Swenson. She mm-hmm. played Holly. Uh, Sixty-three titles to her name. This is her only Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on eight episodes of Soap, uh, mm-hmm. but most known as uh, 
all 159 episodes of Benson mm-hmm. as a Miss Gretchen Wilhelmina Kraus. That's right. So at the time that this aired, she was three for three on Susan Harris shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, who is your... Well, do we do we hit everybody's favorite lines and whatnot, as far as you can remember? I said mine. Did you say yours? Yeah. <laughs> there was one that we skipped over um, that I did want to go back to. It was Fair. when Holly came in and you know was introducing herself and, and describing the girls, mm-hmm. and she describes Dorothy and, and Rose, or excuse me, Dorothy and Blanche in different ways. And I love that uh, Dorothy says, "I could have lived with smart and sexy," and then Blanche replies, "You do live with smart and sexy." <laughs> I thought that was another that good was Blanche a good line. Clip. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, that was the only one that I thought was skipped over uh, when you were doing the recap. So wh- who was your MVP of the Swanski? I picked Rose. I said I figured you know, she hosted her sister even though she didn't really want her to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was left out of all the fun activities. Uh, she tried to be honest with her friends even when they wouldn't believe her. And then finally she set her little sister straight at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Brent? Oh, Jerry Harden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I thought he handled himself well with that troublemaker, Holly. <laughs> I mean, a man can only say no so many times before, you know. Man's what? Flesh and spirit? <laughs> Is that what the good book tells us? <laughs> yeah, something like that, Tom. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with. I think he's reading the wrong book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at least interpreting it. You know, it has been interpreted many times by many people. That is true. (laughs) Fair enough. It's been watered down. I'm reading the original. (laughs) I'm not a twin rabbinical student, but. (laughs) Good callback. That was good. Well, I would also uh, give the MVP to Rose. Um, I thought she was the best overall in that episode and had several pretty solid lines. Um, How many slices of cheesecake did her earn for you, Ski? You know, I gave it a six and a half. I didn't think it was a hugely special episode like but i just thought it was a really good one i just liked it okay very nice how about you brent uh just four mm. probably i didn't like the way that um you know poor gary was portrayed so <laughs> well i only gave it a three i didn't I, I thought it was there was some good comedy here and there um but i didn't like the way that they turned on her so easily it just bothers me yeah when that's it, true and, uh, that just doesn't really you make like sense the they turned me. on him so easily <laughs> 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 i would give the episode a three I would give Brent's uh, contributions to the uh, to our show a two on this episode. You know, I'm gonna give I would give Brent a solid eight. Would Thank you. you. Because of his blind devotion. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Brent gets an eight every episode, um, but uh, even if his even if his opinions are grossly <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> you say that now, but when we're done recording, I have to issue a retraction on the book. <laughs> it's like we need to re-record the whole thing. Well, anyway. no, like Not the bit about the eight slices of cheesecake that I gave it, um, mm, yeah. but I misspoke. <laughs> uh, something During, on the book? Yeah, yeah, when we were reviewing that. Oh, okay. So we'll do it later. That way you don't have to edit as much. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, without uh, anything else to go over, stay golden, Coco. Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at sophiaschoicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at sophiaschoicepc. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.